welcome to worship at Seattle Mennonite Church this morning. It's so good to have everybody with us. This is the fourth Sunday of Advent. And whatever these months of pandemic and isolation and being apart from each other bring, we know and trust that the Holy Spirit is working in this community, weaving us together and maintaining our connections. We want to claim this time a physical distance, not just as something that we're enduring, something that we endure, something we're getting through, but as an experience we are sharing together. This is our fourth in a series uh, during Advent in which we're exploring in the dark. I was reminded of a quote by Zora Neale Hurston just this morning uh, on the uh, Black Liturgies Instagram account, which I've been really, really appreciating the, the writing of Cole Arthur Riley, who writes for that account. And this morning she quoted Zora Neale Hurston, they seemed to be staring at the dark, but their eyes were watching God. And I'll end with another prayer by, by Cole uh, during the benediction. And um, there's a synchroni synchronicity in her writing in that this week of Advent, she too is exploring the darkness and reclaiming and redeeming the dark. And today, like us, she wrote about the dark of the womb. Our sermon time is going to be turned over to the video Christmas pageant, as I mentioned before to the youth and families in our congregation who brought their creativity to that. Uh, but our text from the lectionary is the Annunciation to Mary, God visiting Mary and inviting her to be a partner with God in bringing God's only begotten one into the world. Mary grew God in the darkness of her body. And that's at that news, she rejoices with a revolutionary song of God's justice in the world. God's vision for, for justice is one of the reasons that we declare each Sunday morning the land on whose, the land, we declare on whose land we worship. This is a small way, a very small way of not acknowledging the injustice of history, of the history of this land, which was stolen from people who were living on this continent long before um, at least my European ancestors arrived as colonizers. And here in Seattle, we are on the unceded land of the Duwamish people, people still alive and active in the city. And we continue to support their desire to be recognized as a tribal nation in this country. Uh, for worship this morning, we're going to be drawing on recordings of ourselves from Advent's past. And our opening song is Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Um, and oh, this is Joanne, actually. Joanne's playing for us. So we can, we can hear Joanne's playing and sing along to Joanne's piano. Um, you might notice that in the screen share that Megan is sharing, that this is a, a hymn that in our blue worship book has only two verses. So this is the new version of Come Now Long Expected Jesus, which days from now, we may actually be holding in our hands at church in the New Voices Together book. So this is the new version with a second added verse for uh, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. I apologize for that tech snafu. Let's try this one more time.
I invite you to join in the response in the call to worship. Megan's going to post the words in the chat. And also uh, Megan will be leading the response part. So you're welcome to speak those words along with Megan as we uh, join in this call to worship. Come, <clears throat> excuse me, come all who dwell in darkness and find a place of comfort here. We come seeking that we might find. Come those who long to hear those who yearn for a quiet place. We come with open ears, restless spirits. Come in the unexpected hour with an unexpected people. We come with renewed awareness. Come whether or not to give, whether or not to receive, if only to pause, to breathe. May our movement of breath be sacred, the sound of our silence holy. Amen. We light our fourth Advent candle this week, acknowledging that we both witness to and participate in God's vision for a just peace for all of creation. Advent is a season of watching and waiting for the one who is coming to incarnate God, Emmanuel, who is God with us. The one who came both proclaiming and inaugurating God's reign of a just peace for all peoples. The peace of Christ be with you all and also with you. For children's time today, uh, I want to share, uh, well, before, actually, before I begin the children's time, I want to share a picture. So you might notice in this picture, this is a, I just found this picture on the internet when I googled nativity. And the thing that I noticed about this picture is when I look at Mary, when I look at Joseph, and even when I look at baby Jesus, I know how light I notice how light their skin is, how light their hair is. And I think, I wonder if that's really what Mary and Joseph and Jesus look like. And so when I go looking for books about Christmas now, one of the things I do is I look to see if I can find books where Mary and Joseph look a little bit more like what Mary and Joseph might have looked like. The people who live in the Middle East have usually olive or darker skin and darker hair. And in this book, in fact, Mary and Joseph, you can see them in the front there, this book called Silent Night. I like that the artist has imagined them with quite dark skin and, and dark hair and in the darkness of this silent night. So I'm gonna sing our story for today. And if you wanna sing with me, if you know the words to this song, you can sing with me. Okay. Another chance to sing. And notice some of the beautiful artwork in this, in the night of this book. As we celebrate darkness. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all 
shepherds quake at the Thank you. I wonder if you were singing along at home. I saw a few voices, I saw a few mouths moving. Our scripture today is from Luke 2, 26 to 56, and Megan is going to share a video of Chris and Claire reading that together. We will read from Luke 1, 26 to 56. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a young woman named Mary. She was engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. Upon arriving, the angel said to him to Mary, Rejoice, highly favored one. God is with you. Blessed are you among women. Mary was deeply troubled by these words and wondered what the angel's greeting meant. The angel went on to say to her, Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You'll conceive and bear a son and give him the name Jesus, Deliverance. His dignity will be great, and he will be called the only begotten of God. God will give Jesus the judgment seat of David, his ancestor, to rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his reign will never end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have never been with a man? The angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Hence the offspring will be born, to be born will be called the Holy One of God. Know too that Elizabeth, your kinswoman, has conceived a child in her old age. 
She was thought to be infertile and is now in her sixth month. Nothing is impossible with God. Mary said, I am the servant of God. Let it be done to me as you said. Within a few days, Mary set out and hurried to the hill country to a town of Judah, where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. As soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why am I so favored that the mother of the Messiah should come to me? The moment your greeting reached my ears, the child in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who believed that, our God, that what our God said to her would be accomplished. Mary said, My soul proclaims your greatness, O God, and my spirit rejoices in you, my Savior. For you have looked with favor upon your lowly servant. And from this day forward, all generations will call me blessed. For you, the Almighty, have done great things for me, and holy is your name. Your mercy reaches from age to age for those who fear you. You have shown strength with your arm. You have disposed the mighty from their thrones and raised the lowly to high places. You have filled the hungry with good things, and you have sent the rich away empty. You have come to the aid of Israel, your servant, mindful of your mercy, the promise you made with our ancestors to Sarah and Abraham and their descendants forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then returned home. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us. Thanks be to God. Our next hymn is, in fact, a recording of our congregation singing from last Advent. A special shout out to Mike, who did some sound uh, editing to make us more, uh, make the sound a little bit more clear. It's still, uh, it's still just a recording of us, though. And I have to say, one of the things I really loved about listening back to these recordings of us singing is, is both the music, hearing our voices together, but also the, the stuff that actually makes for a bad recording, the like the shuffling around and the voices of children in the background and just all of the little things that make us who we are as a congregation that I could just, I could just imagine as I heard the sound of this. So I hope that this brings you joy as it did me um, and we can sing along with ourselves this morning.
Well, I don't know that there's much to say about this pageant, except that I don't think in my wildest dreams, I could have imagined the creativity that families would have brought to this, uh, to this project. Uh, when I, yeah, I muted it now. When, okay, I'm gonna mute everybody. Uh, when I brought this, uh, this idea to people, I was like, I was quite tentative and people really brought their A game. So I'm really grateful for that. And I really hope you like it. I think you will. Friends, it is finally time to draw close to the mystery of Christmas. As we prepare to enter this great mystery, we are all on our way to Bethlehem. Let's go with the prophets, Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, the animals, the angels, the magi, and all the rest. They will show us the way on this journey that was not just back then, but also now. Long before the birth of Jesus, prophets foretold of a wonderful event. Confetti! The coming of a Prince of Peace who would be the Son of God and would bring hope to all the world. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. For a child has been born for us. A son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually.
there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. Many years passed before the words of the prophets were fulfilled.
first Christmas over 2,000 years ago was a seemingly unimportant event. The birth of a child in a lowly major in Bethlehem. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered and all went to their own towns to be enrolled. And Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. There was no place for them in the inn in Bethlehem. And so it was that she gave birth to a firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger. first heard of the birth of the Christ child were some humble shepherds in the hills near Bethlehem. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, 
Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom she favors. When the angels left, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem to see this thing which has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they left quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. Thank 
Oh my me to God. <laughs> Thank you to the children and the youth of our congregation and all of your families for the many gifts that you have just shared with us, that your gifts of music, of storytelling, of acting, of filmmaking, of drawing, of humor, and also sincerity and all manner of creativity. We give thanks to God for each one of you. Oh, what a gift this has been. <laughs> oh, let us now, friends, enter into a time of prayer um, filled to the brim in our spirits uh, with the invitation that our young ones and their families have, have extended to us. Joyful is the dark shadowed stable floor. Angels flicker, God on earth confessing. As with exaltation, Mary giving birth. Hails the infant cry of need and blessing. As we pray together, if you have prayers that you would like to add to our prayers, I invite you to put those in the chat box. Let us pray. God who made the darkness, this year has felt like a shadow obscuring every hopeful thing. And there are days when all we can ask is where are you? Oh, please understand it is difficult to see you in the dark. It is hard to believe that you have not left. Draw near to us now and remind us that you also made the darkness. Help us to remember that you, God, refused to let evil colonize the dark. And just as you grew in the darkness of Mary's womb, in the beautiful story that we have just heard from our children and our youth and their families, just so you might remind us that you bring glory out of the dark. So make comfort of our darkness now that it might be a time not of fear, but that which puts our bodies at rest, restoring bodies in the night. Redeem even the shadows, reminding us that they can be a refuge from the sun, preserving life in drought and thirst. And as the days grow shorter and the nights stretch on, and any remaining light feels vulnerable to being put out. Protect our hope. Protect our hope. That we may sense your presence with us as we wait for dawn. We bring to you now, God, the prayers of those who are beloved to us, of our communities, and of all your creation. We are grateful once again for our children and our youth, young ones and their caregivers and their parents and their grandparents and all those who contributed to the storytelling this day. We are grateful for their gifts of creativity shared so generously with us. With the Doctrine of Discovery Coalition, dismantling the Doctrine of Discovery Coalition, we pray for the protection of Oak Flats on, a, on Apache land in Arizona. And we lift up in our prayers our sibling Mennonite congregation, 
Shalom Mennonite Fellowship in Tucson in their allyship and advocacy in these days. We lament our collective failure to care for those who live on the streets. God, protect and hold in your love those whose encampments were swept at Cal Anderson this week for the rippled out impact on black women at Seattle Central College and for all who are living rough in these cold, dark, and rainy days. We know that suffering grows in these days of pandemic with the lack of public spaces like libraries to find warmth and basic services. We pray for safety and health for those who are living without sources of water, electricity, and warmth. We pray that Lake City Community Center will be opened as a warming station, and we give thanks for all who are working to open the Oaks year-round shelter. God grant King County the political will that it needs to close our funding gap. May it be so. God, there has been white supremacist violence in Olympia on Whidbey Island and at our neighbor, Black Coffee Northwest and Shoreline. And one of our Washington state reps, Sutherland, told his Facebook followers this past week to prepare for war. This is just harrowing, God. We are weary and we are frightened about what these coming weeks and months might bring. And we ask that you would protect all your beloveds and equip us to keep advocating for a just peace. For all our neighbors who are living in prisons and detention facilities and work release facilities, God have mercy, protect their bodies from COVID and their spirits from despair. May we better care for all your beloveds, O oh God, who are inhumanely caged. We are so very grateful in our community, in our little community, that Christy came through her surgery this week and that her nerve pain has already started to get better. Be with her as she continues to heal and to strengthen. And God bless her parents, Samuel and Jedediah, for their care and love and little smiles and giggles that lift the spirit. We hold in our hearts our own Brenda Nisley and her family as they mourn the death of her mother earlier this past week. We are so glad that Brenda's sister Amy was able to be with her when she died. And we lament that Brenda will not be able to travel to be with family. God have mercy. Give to her and to them your comfort, oh God. With Rebecca and her family, we remember the anniversary of her mother's death tomorrow. Rosemary Allen is still missed by this community and all who loved her. In this time of remembering, oh God, bring comfort. We continue to pray for Kent McDaniel and are so glad that he is with us in worship this morning as he has been battling COVID-19. May he continue to recover and recover fully, and may he be well cared for in this period of recovery. We pray also for his caregivers in these days. We hold in our prayers Michael Leary, who experienced a rupture in his left quad as he prepares to undergo surgery on Tuesday. Grant him relief in body and in spirit. Be with Robin as she provides care for him in the home and be with all of his medical caregivers, his surgeon and all others who will attend to him in the coming days. 
We lift up Heidi, her son David, and all who struggle. God, we ask your blessing on Catherine as she starts as program director at Goswell Acre in January. Thank you for sending her to us and for her ready and joyous yes. May Jonathan be released knowing that the community of GLA that he has built and nurtured over these many years is in good hands. Bless his labors at the Oaks and equip our shelter and his equipping of our shelter to grow and thrive and be a place of true respite. May it be so, oh God. We remember Vern Willis and his ongoing chemo treatments and his care. Be with him, oh God. And now we turn to the prayers in our chat box. Oh, I see so much gratitude, so much gratitude for the storytelling we've got to experience. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. With Mark and Annalena, we pray for their nephew, Magnus, who had a rough night with seizures lasting until 3 a.m. this morning, and for their young friend, Noah, in the hospital having a rough time after life-altering surgery. God, hear our prayers. With Darren, please remember his cousin, Meredy, in Texas, and her husband, Bill. Meredy is having spinal surgery on December 22. God, hear our prayers. Ooh, with Rebecca, we give thanks for Boaz's good health, a new heart murmur that turned out to be the common, not scary kind. Thanks be to God. With Darren, also very thankful for his wonderful sister, Kalia Kellogg, living in Connecticut, who's celebrating her birthday today. And with Ken, enjoy and celebrating his parents' 75th wedding anniversary on December 22. 75 years, my goodness, thanks be to God. <laughs> with Zach, with Thanksgiving for the sake arrival of a healthy Edith Noel, this congregation prayed for her and her mom this summer after her mom, a friend of Caitlin's, contracted COVID, I remember. Continued prayers for this new little family as they get to know each other and survive and thrive in the newborn stage. Oh God, hear our prayers. Oh, with Rick and Emily, we are grateful as they celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary this week. Hallelujah and thanks be to God. <laughs> and with Laura, another hallelujah and thanks be to God. Grateful to celebrate Esben's 14th birthday this week. And with all the creativity, empathy, and joy that he freely shares with all. Indeed. Oh, dark and joyful God, the night is long. Please accept these prayers, these prayers of lament and petition and joy and gratitude. Accept these prayers that we've spoken and named the prayers that are hidden in the dark and tender places within us, and those that are so obscured we do not yet have words for the longing. Grant us comfort and yes, even joy in the shadow of your raven wings. Wait with us as we watch and wait for the dawning of your reign in our world. And all God's people together said, Amen.
we continue in a spirit of prayer as we give thanks for the offerings that you all give in money and in many other ways to this community. And we give thanks that we have the means to collect those offerings digitally. Please pray with me this Advent offering blessing. Holy One, this Advent, we wait in peace and we give in peace, a peace deeper than our anxiety and fear, a peace growing from our trust in your loving power. Receive these generous offerings and use them to bring peace in our world. And all God's people together say, amen. Our closing song for today was our theme song through Advent last year. And uh, it's called Come, Come, Emmanuel. And it's not a super familiar one, even though we used it as our theme song last year. It's a newer Advent hymn. And the voice you hear leading us is Adam's. So Megan used the words from Cole Arthur Riley that I was going to use as my benediction, which is fine. They were probably more appropriate as a prayer of intercession. But I invite you to check out her work on Black Liturgies uh, on Instagram. Really, really beautiful uh, reminders each day uh, and breath prayers each day. Um, so receive this benediction even in the dark, especially and essentially in the dark, God is growing, ready, ready to be born into our midst. Let us go with anticipation of God with us. Go in hope and yes, even joy of the, for this anticipation. Go in joy. Amen. <laughs>